This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? <laughs> it's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Hello. Existence is pain, folks. It's not a, it's not a happy time for anybody right now, I don't think. Not at all. That is definitely the reality of the Washington Capitals faithful. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm reeling. Uh, we actually are recording this immediately after Game Three, the Game Three loss. So, got a depressing episode for you this week. Uh, we did an interview on another podcast. It's kind of like a more of a pop culture, like, I'm not sure, how would you describe it, Polly? Well, uh, it's it's got the same feel as, like, a Joe Rogan, where there's not a, a, particular, a particular theme. They right. They just have people on and talk, and the conversation shifts based on what they want to talk about that day, or who their guests are. Um, it's a, it's a four-group guy. Or mm-hmm. four guy group. Four guy. Yeah. It's and, called the Juice Box Pod. Yeah. And uh, you can get them on Apple Podcasts and pretty much, I think, anywhere. Yeah. I think Anchor is who they're hosted through. So if you go through them, you'll definitely find it. Uh, I was actually searching for them. And <laughs> Did you the get Juice the diabetic Box. one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a diabetic diet service like podcast talking about diabetes. And that's the juice box pod, but their their logo is black and white. Um, what is it? it's at juice box pod on Twitter? Yeah. I believe. Yeah. So check them out. Uh, check out our interview. It'll be releasing. It's on Sunday, so it'll be out for you guys to listen to if you want to hear us shoot the shit. Um, it's more about our personal lives. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. if you want to get to know Polly and Troll mm-hmm. outside of Caps. Right, that's a it's a good place to go, and if you don't, we don't blame you. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to hear about us. <laughs> so we'll have some league news for you, um, and of course the caps. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, not not their breakdown, not only uh, figuratively but <laughs> literally. Uh, so yeah. We will. Oh, there's NHL.com. I just pulled up. Islanders win game three in overtime near sweep. Lovely. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, okay. Well, I, you know, I need a fucking drink, dude. What about you? Yeah. One, two, three. All right. So, league news. What do we got here? Some stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, we do. So about uh, Dan Hamus, huh? Yeah. uh, Honestly, I'm not super familiar with him, but I saw it on the news feed, so I threw it in here. Uh, 16 seasons, played till he's 37. He had eight assists in 60 games with the Predators this year. He didn't play in the qualifier, uh, which didn't really matter much because the Preds got handled by mm-hmm. the Coyotes. Um, didn't he play for the Canucks? Canucks? 
I feel like Ham Hughes was a, a long time Nuck, but I don't know. I might be wrong. I believe you. Yeah. I actually think he did a guest spot for uh, the minute the the soda pod maybe. Really? Yeah, I think he's been on the network before. So okay, but anyways, sorry. No, that's all right. Um, so yeah, he's he's calling it a career. Uh, Posternock, he has missed games two and three with an injury. He is deemed unfit to play. Who really knows what that means? Because with the bubble rules, you can't disclose injuries. So it could be COVID related. It could be an ankle. You have no idea. Right. Um, I think that if it was COVID related, they would, they would have to, I mean, you can't sweep that shit under the rug. Um, I mean, I guess you could, but yeah, that would be bad form when it came out finally as to what was ailing him. Isn't that the whole reason they're not allowed to say what, the reason is you're not playing. I I guess just so that they have the handle on it, just so that the NHL knows. But I don't think you're just going to completely. Well, I feel like once you're cleared, then they would say he had it. But right. I don't know. I think to me that that's why they can't tell you why people aren't playing because of COVID, because that probably falls under all the like HIPAA rules and stuff. I don't know. That's just my theory. Yeah, you might be right. But he's not playing. They're winning anyway. Right. Um, Char is out here breaking dude's legs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Uh. speaking further of the Bruins, Tuka Rask left. They won without him in game three. Uh, Halak played well. The only goal he gave up was on a stupid play. I think he turned it over and gave up an easy goal. Uh, Tuka's leaving. He said... I want to be with my teammates competing, but at this moment, there are things more important than hockey in my life, and that is being with my family. I think he has young children. Yes, like three? Yeah, and you could kind of tell uh, last earlier in the week, he said something like, I'm just here to compete and have fun. R- like, right. he's just not mentally there. I- yeah, and I, 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 I'm, I think there's two... Born children. He's got two children, two little girls, and expecting a third very soon. Yeah, that's tough. And, I mean, I don't know if they're in America or Finland, but, I mean, it makes sense. And I don't think there's anything wrong with him choosing his personal life over his job. Isn't that what we encourage normal people to do? Yeah. Um, You know, obviously, there's... A part of me that's like, well, this motherfucker is making a million, millions of dollars and getting to play a game. And, and, you know, and I think a lot of people, especially the mass holes in Boston, are kind of along that line of thinking. But if you take a step back and really just consider that he's human, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think that changes a lot. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're over here shitting on Tuka Ras for, for taking a leave of absence in this insane time, um, fuck you. It's kind of a shitty thing to say, right? Yeah, I mean, if you have kids, would you want to spend months away from your family to work? Well, yeah, I would. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's all, you know, he's got years in the league. If he was if right. he was a first or second year guy, he might be like still excited about things, but I think right. at this point, he's two been, cups, two cups under his belt. Uh, I think he's one, one cup and they've lost two. Okay. 
But yeah, he's done everything. Right. So at this point, he's probably like, this doesn't matter compared to the people I care about. Sure. And, um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's been a lot of people like, uh, Milberry said some shit about him, but you know, Dillberry, as I like to call him is, he's just a fucking blowhard. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, I, I don't, whatever, you know, if, if Tukarask wants to fucking leave, uh, he's, I mean, he hasn't been a Boston favorite ever. Even, you know, I don't know why, because he's one of the best goalies in the league. I know they shit on him hard. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that. Um, but that's Boston for you. Um, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Well, whatever. Uh, they've got a good backup in Halak. Uh, Caps fans, we know that all too well. I don't think I need to elaborate any more on that. So, yeah. fuck them. What's next? Uh, <clears throat> so, I'm sure everybody heard, maybe saw, the uh, Blue Jackets in Tampa went to five OTs. I think it was just under halfway through the fifth. That's fucking crazy. When, That's eight uh, periods. Yeah, I mean, that's so... Yeah, they almost played three games in one night. And uh, Braden Point finally put one home. The fourth longest game in NHL history and... NHL playoff history, yeah. And it, yeah. And, Which um, is going to be longer, most likely, than yeah. any other regular season game. But yeah. And then Elvis set a record for uh, saves. I think he was at like 87. Corpus or- not Elvis. Oh, yeah. Okay. I get the guys confused. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Corpus Allo was in the whole time. Yeah, he it was like, like 87 or 9. Yeah, he was yeah. very close to 100 saves. Yeah. Um, insane. Crushing for Columbus to lose that one because they were just absorbing everything that Tampa Bay could throw at them. Yeah. But I think Tampa needed that win more after oh, yeah. last year's sweep. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because I think that was their first one of the series. Well, it was or, game one. Okay, okay, right. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, um, and now Tampa's up 2-1, to one, but I, I just think it would it would have been more of an emotional blow to Tampa than it would have been to Columbus right. after what happened last year. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, And I guess we're moving on to Lafreniere, uh, who the Rangers, did we say that last week, that the Rangers ended up getting Lafreniere in the draft? I think we did, yeah. Okay, well, so that's a thing now. Go rags. Uh, just I, I, you know, it's shitty because I'm looking at the Metro and just looking at everyone. I mean, it's it's kind of bittersweet because everyone except the Penguins is getting better than than the Caps. Yeah, you know, um, lots of young promise in Carolina, the Rangers. Fuck, even New Jersey has some good things going for them. Uh, you look at the Caps and, um, you know, Columbus even. I mean, you, well, you, you look at the Caps and we're just old, man. Yeah. I mean, once Ovi's gone, it's going to, we're going to need a complete retool. Mm. I just hope Ovi retires with the Caps and he doesn't do like a, like Joe Montana, who was, he was a San Francisco giant and then had like a year for the Chiefs, you know, like. Right. I want him to retire with the team, but that's going to depend on when they feel like rebuilding and how long he thinks he can play. Yeah. Um, who knows? Who knows? I mean, it's it's weird to speculate because it's going to be probably, I'd say, I'd say Ovi will play till he's 40. So. Hope so. Yeah. Um, Yager Jr. 
Who? Oh, Ovi. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as longevity, maybe. Yeah. Um, so Laugh's, Lafreniere is going to skip juniors and just train for the upcoming NHL season in St. Eustish? 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 I don't know. Eustich? I don't know. St. Eustish, Quebec. Yeah, whatever. Um, and I guess that's not a bad thing. I don't know. I mean, what what is that... I don't know why this is so much news, especially with the turmoil that the world's in right now. Yeah, who knows if the juniors here are going to have a season. Right. And, like, so, I don't know. I guess he could go play juniors and get a couple months under him before the NHL starts back up, if they start in November, December. Right. But, that I mean, I think it's smart. Yeah, I mean, you, do you think that the Rangers, because of the hype of this guy, well, I mean, the draft hasn't happened, right? Or did right, it it'll be after the right. Cup. So, we're expecting the Rangers to take Lafreniere first, right? I mean, I think that's kind of the consensus here. Um, it hasn't happened, but the Rangers are probably going to put him in the big club first, or do you think that they ship him off to the A for a year? I don't know. They're making him sound <clears throat> like he's... Um, a McDavid, a Crosby, yeah, and Ovi. like an NHL ready kid yeah. at least, right? Yeah, I mean, this seems to be one of those years where there's no doubt who's number one, right? So right. I think, I mean, Capo last year didn't they start him right at the NHL? Yeah, and he was the number two pick. So I, I feel like they're going to start this kid out at the show. Fair enough, and they they need him now. So yeah. that makes sense. Um, I just kind of something food for thought there. A quick question because I don't really know. Um, moving on to a little bit of a shittier thing with the coaching, Claude Julian, huh? Yeah. Um, after the first game, uh, they lost, but he went to the hospital in Toronto for non COVID related issues. It was chest pains, right? He ended up having a stent put in and he is now back in Montreal and, um, some of those names, uh, Muller, Ducharme and mm-hmm. Richardson, all the assistant coaches are going to split responsibility, but Mahler is kind of like the interim coach. Right. And it looks like Julian won't be back this series. Which, I don't know if there's any more of a stressful time in your career than the fucking Stanley Cup playoffs, so it's probably a good thing that he can step away. Hopefully he doesn't watch the games and fucking like... <laughs> Have right. another one, right? <laughs> right it could almost be more stressful not, not being, being involved. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But you know that's probably not the case. You know, I mean, as far yeah. as physical toll, because you could be watching the games in bed versus, like, right. out there in the moment. Um, fuck. That's scary, man. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And I don't. they didn't say that his return was out completely out of the question, but I, I don't think he's going to be coming back. I think that's probably the best move, too. Yeah, uh, I think even if they win this round, I wouldn't see him coming back at least until a conference finals matchup if he did, because right. it's just not worth it. And, yeah, and then you'd have to quarantine. Right. So, I mean, I feel like he's out of the bubble and it's just, it's that's it for him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, that the... The Bruins, unlike the Capitals, have seemed to got their shit back together. Yeah. You're the Canadians. 
Or no, you're talking about the uh, the Bruins. Oh, well, you just bounced back to them, so yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Who's yeah. Claude Julian coach for the Bruins? The Canadians. Does he? Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Isn't it, oh I forget because he name. went to he was at the Bruins and, and then, he went he left for the Canadians. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. My bad. I thought for some reason I thought he was still with Boston. But everybody's leaving that team anyways. Well, that was a big controversy going, you know, because right. that's like one of the biggest robberies. Yeah, right, right. Um, well, Montreal, in any case, has turned his right of the ship after he was gone. Um, five and, nothing. And won five nothing against the fucking Flyers. I think that's a fluke. Uh, we'll find, yeah, we don't have the answer now, but by <laughs> the time everybody listens, they'll have the answer because the game is tonight. Right, 8 p.m. Uh, this will be interesting. Uh, I know I said last week, I think, if the Canadians beat the Flyers, they will be the Pennsylvania State champions, uh, right. which it's that would probably feel good to, to beat the Penguins and then the not-dangerous Flyers until this year, you know, mm-hmm. squashing some, some pretty good talent there. It would be a big win for the Canadians. And I think if they can get through the Flyers, they might ride Carey Price to possibly, you know, his first real cup run. Yeah. Um, You know, the Flyers have gotten a lot of scoring from their depth, but they are fucking dangerous, man. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. They're they're definitely a team that has come on in the last half, like in the, you know, had a really shitty start. But it has really – they're lighting it up now. So all the mouth breathers in Philly are definitely pumped, but who knows? I, I don't I don't have – I mean, I think Vegas probably has them favored right now. Yeah, probably uh, Philly and Vegas. Yeah. They're, they're both looking hot. Well, minus the 5 minus nothing last game. game. Yeah. They both look hot right now. Right. <clears throat> um, but we digress, I guess. I mean, yeah. well – we get into it. I mean, the Golden Knights are up three nothing on on the Hawks, which the Hawks were a surprise to even be involved at this stage in the game. Yeah, and uh, game three went to OT, so that, you know that's you know anyone's game at that point. So that kind of sucks. Sure, I would have liked to see the Hawks have a little more relevancy in this round. Yeah, take one game at least. Fuck. Yeah, and they might grab game four, but. Uh, that game's not, that series won't go past six, uh, right? At the very, you know, highest level it could go. Yeah, I had I had the the Knights in six here, so I think I did like five brackets. I picked Chicago one. Yeah, yeah, just to cover your cover yeah, your gap there. You know, <laughs> um, <clears throat> the you know, I guess if we if we're gonna go around the league a little bit to the Sunday games that we're gonna be talking about here is you know the Blues and the Canucks. Canucks are out on fire. Have lost only one game this entire playoffs. The Blues have not won a single game. Yeah, I'm scared of the Canucks. Um, you know, I've mentioned before. I'm also an Avalanche fan. I really don't f- want the Avalanche to run into them, and I think they will next round if they uh, if the Canucks advance. But right. the Canucks look good. You know, they're just kind of like a team leaning on each other. They're they're like the Canadians right now. Right. They they know a little bit more talent, I think, with 
Bozer, Peterson, yeah. or Pedersen, and um, this Quinn Hughes hits lighten it up. Yeah. I mean, the Canuck, or the Canadians only have two superstars, Weber and Price, and they're, right. they're older. Yeah. The the Canucks are full of piss and vinegar, young kids, and sure. they're buzzing. It's, the Canucks are scary. I mean, they could be this year's blues. Right. And it's like, why the fuck not? I mean, yeah. they, they, they have the right attitude for sure, unlike... Um, some other teams that we know about, but uh, <clears throat> I mean, you want to go through the? Uh, oh, do you want to? You want to talk about Rod the Bod? Yeah. Uh, so he got the twenty five thousand dollar fine um, <laughs> because he said, "quote This is why the league's a joke, in my opinion, on these things. Uh, one that one is a crime scene, um, and what happened was the goalie." didn't well so it it was a hand pass that they didn't call okay and then the goalie covered it they smacked his glove it popped out and then they banged it home right he was absolutely legit in being pissed about that sure and that's what he said uh if he has possession then it's goalie interference and if he doesn't then it's a hand pass it's one of the two i don't know what you're calling on the ice and he said, all he has to do is tell me we're calling it non-possession. And so really what happened was they didn't tell him, according to him, what right. the call was. So he couldn't properly challenge. Yeah. And that's, I think, a big problem with the challenge is, you know, he you have to tell them exactly why you're challenging, not that shouldn't be a goal. But that depends on the ref has to communicate what could be challenged. So, yeah. I mean... The Instead, ref, they were just like, no, it's a call. Like, exactly. <laughs> they are like, nothing. Yeah. And so, um, and I mean, it was a hand pass, and it was goalie interference. Like, they could have called either one easily. Right, but you can't challenge both. Right. And the challenge rules are fucking dumb. Yeah, so, so I don't even remember which one he, what did, did he say what they went with? No, but he didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, I know. They definitely didn't rule in his favor. Yeah. Um, and it's just brutal. And and you can tell that the NHL's biggest priority above safety and Sidney Crosby gameplay and Sidney Crosby, (laughs) they want control. They give bigger fines for talking shit on refs than they do for dangerous hits. Right. Never challenge the system in the NHL. That's for fucking sure. $25,000. He got fined. That is what a joke. More than, than murdering someone on the ice. You get a $5,000 maximum for players is like five k. That's insane. I think the organization wrote the check for him, though. I would, too. And, I mean, I hope, you know, I understand, though. I understand the reasoning behind 5000 for killing someone on the ice versus 25000 because, you know, as a coach, you're supposed to be looked at as a leader and, and you know, this kind of focal point that shouldn't be bad-mouthing the league. And, you know, yada, 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 whatever the fuck you want to say about that. But, holy fuck, that's a lot of money in comparison to literally Tom Wilson destroying somebody from behind um, in a completely clean yet still punishable uh, manner. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You want, you don't want coaches to have free reign to every game blame the refs. Right. But this one's just This was solid. Yeah, yeah, this was definitely um, yeah, good and job he, NHL. He, he just got fined what someone would make in a year on minimum wage, right? 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, to Anybody him, that's depressed? not a lot of money. But that's a lot of money for a few comments. Sure. Absolutely. and and But, you know, it goes against conduct. So, like, I understand the punishment, and but I just... It shouldn't have been dealt that with that way because, uh, obviously, the, the league is fucked up here and the refs are just being babies. Yeah. It's very totalitarian of them. Yes. Like... Reading this story makes me feel like I'm watching an additional episode of the Chernobyl series. Like, <laughs> we fucked up, but you cannot challenge us. Right. Holy fuck. Um, all right, so King Clancy finalists announced Dumba, Lundquist, Subban. I was going to list everything they do, but there's so much. Uh, there's, I mean, you look at Subban, $10 million to the Montreal Children's Hospital, literally built them an entire new wing. Um, I don't know what Dumba and Lundqvist have done, uh, but I'm sure it's it's vast. I mean, luckily hockey players are super, super uh, compassionate with their time and money. But um, well, in Subban, in addition to that, he started that um, Blue Line Buddies, where every game he would have uh, a kid from the inner city in their mm. family share a suite with police officer in their family in Nashville. Oh, really? So he was trying to help bridge the gap between the inner city and the police before these kids grow up to try to help with some perspective, I think. Sure. No, that's fucking awesome. I mean, <clears throat> all that all that's amazing stuff. What, what Do you have, like, bullet point, a couple big ones for Dumba and Lundquist? Um, well, so I started getting into Dumba and he was involved in some racial equality stuff, but then he was also involved in some other stuff. So that's, I, I quit. Well, I mean, there's the article right there. Click right. On that. Uh, but he, um, he also, he was the, the one that did the, um, uh, what do you call it? The, the kneeling, right? In this. Well, yeah, I mean, he gave that speech, that speech which and, was gutsy. Right. Uh, he, you could tell he was nervous. Sure. Which I would have been too. Um, yeah, so... Uh, let's see where... It, yeah, so right. he... So he did he, f- fundraising in Minneapolis. Uh, yeah, and he donated for coronavirus help in the <clears throat> Australian wildfire. He's participated in ACEs, athletes committed to fighting... You scrolled too far. <laughs> fighting... Or, no. Athletes committed to educating students... So, uh, he's involved in pretty much everything. Right. And then... Lundquist is always... I mean, Lundquist has done a ton with Make-A-Wish. I think a lot of the guys have. Children's Health Education, Underprivileged Youth, Hockey Fights Cancer. Um, they've Him and his wife founded the Lundquist Foundation, which has, wow, raised more than $3.2 million to benefit Together for Better New York Presbyterian Children's Hospital. Ronald Reagan, or Ronald McDonald House, Ronald Reagan, um, <laughs> the Garden of Dreams Foundation, and um, as well as the Foundation's own program, the HLF Young Ambassador Program. So, you know, the King Clancy is a legit trophy. Tom Wilson was up for it last year. Um, but I think, uh, I mean, I think whoever wins, this is just, I mean, that's a great one, you know. Friend of the podcast, Ole Kolzig's got a King Clancy under his belt. It just shows that it's great to see like the amount of selflessness that goes into being a hockey player at that level. Right. You know, next time you bitch about what these guys make, 
Look at how much they give back. Exactly. And they make way less than other sports. Sure. And they're still dropping this kind of money. Right. Millions and millions of dollars for sure. And helping, you know, with their celebrity raise that money too. So Yeah, I mean they're they're helping for social justice, like legit relief like the fires, COVID right. relief. I mean they're they're helping people in every walk of life. It's it's really impressive. They they should just like split this award three ways. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean it's always an honor, I'm sure, for them to be called out, but you know, they don't do it for the for the clout, obviously. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to? Do you want to? I don't want to do this, but I guess we have to, right? Yeah, that's why they pay us the big bucks. All right, folks. Well, I hope you have a drink ready, a strong, stiff drink. I'm actually going to be moving from beer to straight vodka for this one. So, um, yeah, it looks like. The Caps are 120% down in the series. Three games to none. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of one of those... It's one of those... Oh, that was the cap that I dropped from the vodka. Um, it's kind of one of those situations where... Uh, you look around and you ask yourself, how the fuck did we get here? Barry Trotz. You want one, Polly? <laughs> Vyatka. Sky Vodka. Straight up. Let's go. Mm. Oh, it's gross. It's not bad, though. It's actually smoother than I remember vodka being. Yeah, sm- Sky's good. And it's not expensive. Mm. Not expensive at all. I have a bunch of V8 at home. Next time I hit a drugstore, I'm going to get Sky Vodka. Oh, yeah. And make some Bloody Marys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get a little, little Worcestershire and some Tabasco sauce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. We digress. Um, Barry Tross. That's why. It's, yeah. This has been, well, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of things wrong with this fucking team, ladies and gentlemen. Um, back in like episode 36, 38, something way back when, I had this little rant about, and that was like, what, four or five, four or five months ago now at this point. Um, I, uh, I, kind of went on a rant about well I okay so Paulie I think since you've been on the podcast I've expressed my concerns about Todd Reardon's system have I not yes absolutely you have and that's not from a pile on standpoint it really wasn't I wasn't just trying to be like hip and cool and like why is why are we sucking now because ultimately the onus is on the players to do well right um but I saw things early on about Todd Reardon's system, which reminded me a lot of the, the the I guess, the dark years of the Crosby area in Pittsburgh uh, with Dan Bylsma and how no matter the situation, Bylsma was telling his defenseman to step to the puck in every situation. So it could be a five-on-one, and the defenseman is supposed to uh, step to the puck initially and then wait for back check. Hopefully that stalls play enough. You check close enough like that, that, that the, uh, the bat, the support eventually recycles and comes back. Right. Right. I don't think any team defensively is that, I mean, is that, 
uh, fast because on those rush situations, you got to account for time, time for guys to either stop and start again the other direction or to turn. Yeah. Right. And if you get a guy turning, that's the most time any coach in any league is going to say, get him turning, get those hips. You're going one on one with a defender. You get his hips moving. You've already won. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You get them turning. As soon as you, as soon as they have to transition, you've, you've gained time on them to get around. Um, I mean, I'm, you've heard that, right? A hundred yeah. times, million times, you know, turn him, turn him, turn him. Right. And then the defenseman on the other hand wants to turn you away from the puck. Right. So I don't, I, I don't get that. Uh, you know, if everybody was superhuman, then on your team, maybe that would be a, a viable option. Or if, you were playing teams that really just did not have enough talent to distribute the puck, which every team in the NHL, I feel, has that talent. So I don't like that that system. But obviously, I, I you know we talked about this in, on episode thirty eight. I had my concerns. It hasn't gotten better with Reardon, um, and it may not be just a systems thing, Paulie. I mean, it could be more of a the guys just respected Trots more, right? Because Reardon's coming in from a assistant buddy buddy position to now he's got to be authoritarian and tell you you're fucking up and need to skate harder, right? You know, Trots came in as an experienced head coach. It wasn't a rookie head coach. You know, it wasn't Dale Hunter, Adam Oates, um, Bruce Boudreaux. It wasn't these guys who had just this is their first head coaching job in the NHL. Uh, Barry Trotz came in, understood what it was like to build a program, and, and and finally got a stable of fucking thoroughbreds and went and won a cup in, what, three years? Four yeah. years? So, In one contract. Yeah. In one contract, he won a fucking cup. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and I've been seeing a lot of chatter on Twitter, especially from Russian Machine. It, like, I just, that like, a lot of people were piling on trots at this point. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I ever agreed with any of the criticism that trots endured throughout his whole, t- his whole tenure. And, you know, I've obviously drank a lot of booze and done, you know, questionable activities with my mind, but bet- bet- between those times, and maybe I have said some things that were pretty, uh, pretty crucial of, of trots, but I don't ever remember being like, he's fucking this up. I thought that, uh, I did agree that he probably should have double shifted Ovechkin a couple times. Um, didn't care that he he played seven defensemen in the times that we lost against Pittsburgh. Did not fucking care. I, I don't remember caring about that. Um, I don't know. Hindsight's twenty twenty. But what the fuck? What you're just looking at me? What what? You, I'm on a rant. You are. Stop let's, me. Let's talk about game one. <laughs> God damn it! It's going nowhere. All right, game one. What did what do you got? Well, Oshie, uh, two power play goals. That's all we did. Um, power play was two for seven. I mean, getting seven opportunities, that's good. You know, there's there's some there's some bad blood here. So they've there's been some chippiness and such. So each team has gotten plenty of chances on the power play. Yeah, and it's great that we got seven fucking power play chances. But let's take a look at those power play chances. A couple of them were back to back, so that we were working with three and a half, four minutes of untethered, you know, man up time. Right. And at some point, five on three time. Yeah. It would have been nice to see us fucking use our high powered fucking offense, quote unquote, and fucking bury a couple. 
Yeah, and you know they're they're obviously very aware of Ovechkin, and I feel like very rarely are the Capitals exploiting that. They they could they could almost <sighs> you know draw an extra guy out and right. turn it into a four on three. Well, that's what they're trying to fuck. Well, should we wait? But that's because yeah. I've seen this. Well, yeah, we'll we'll talk about Ovi on the power play at the end because, but yeah, so uh, then then what do the Islanders do? Well. Four unanswered. Um, what I a honestly, fucking joke! Once, once that second goal came in, uh, I think it was at the end of the second. Yeah, so the, I mean, the Caps dominated coming out of the gate. Yeah, first half of the game played a great game, played they an did. amazing, uh, not a bad game, not 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 terrible, a good game. They played a great game, scored two goals, let up a soft one at the end of the second. Yeah, right? and that was the turning point. <clears throat> and then four fucking unanswered. I mean, what the f- I get, okay, and and I get it's game 1 and I get that's fine. So like after this game, I'm not I'm like whatever. It happens. It fucking happens. It's not, you know, we uh, shit the bed half the game answer game 2, but you know, then you look back at this and you're like four fucking unanswered. It's terrible. Terrible. It is. You know, and and the, the boys came to play the the uh abs the caps were hitting they were fighting Carlson and Wilson both fought Anders Lee uh unfortunately for the Capitals he came to play honestly I think so far he's the Islanders series MVP yeah he's uh, playing he's got three like goals everybody else has like I think Barzal's got two now after tonight and fucking everybody else has one so yeah that's a team that has used their fucking depth the goddamn New York Islanders yeah and so uh Anders Lee you know, I don't think it's as bad as people say. He had a bit of a late hit on Backy. Um, You're a fuck, Polly. Pull your head out of Notre Dame's ass. No, I mean, obviously, if Wilson had done it, he would have gotten punished way harder because of his history. But, um, you know, I think he answered for it. He had to fight twice. Stupid. Um, it, I, I, but you, it's we're we're seeing. We saw in Game Three. We talked about it. With the power play, how much it's hurting not having Backstrom. Absolutely. It's fucking terrible. Backstrom is a huge part of this team, not only offensively, but defensively. Yeah. Um, and unlike in years in, in our Stanley Cup, 2018 Stanley Cup run, when Lars Eller was at full steam, um, able to cover for Backstrom for a couple games, uh, He's not that way right now. He's just come back from four days of fucking sitting around because of quarantine, plus the time he took away to go, uh, you know, be with his family. So right. it's a tough situation for Eller to come in. I, I mean, his first game back, which we'll get into, was ter- was not great. This game, uh, you know, I've yet to see the numbers, but he was he wasn't he was better. Um, uh, and so I guess the <clears throat> the big thing that. I have that that pisses me off about the the hit on Anders Lee or Anders Lee on Backstrom is that call on the ice was interference. He got interference penalty. Immediately got mugged by John Carlson. So I'm pretty sure that negated the penalty, right? Because that's a fighting major. Along well, with... no, Lee ended up with a double minor. Okay, all right. So two like a roughing and uh. And well, a, yeah, they both went to the box, but Lee roughing, still right. had the two. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, the call on the ice was correct, though Backstrom ends up being injured on the play. Yeah. And Anders Lee had to fight Wilson. 
again. I think that, it, un, uh, stupidly, I think the player safety board takes that into account. Did this guy have to fight and pay for it amongst the, between, in that 60 minute game? Did, yeah. if, let's say nobody fought him, do you think that he might have gotten a hearing? At least fined? I'd say it's more likely. I would too. And I don't, and I think that's bullshit. That's stupid. Yeah. Well, you, you have just, a fighter should... in charge of player safety. Right. And I, yeah, and I, I right, like Peros, I, and I guess he's, he's, that's player justice in some weird fucked up way, but at the same time, um, it's a late hit. It is predatory though, man. Like he intended to hurt, I mean, he intended to wipe him out, to hit him hard. Maybe he didn't want to be like, oh man, I'd love to fucking knock him out of the series, but I guarantee he was, he didn't stop in that, in that same breath, right? Yeah. I mean... And I stand by my previous take that if you commit a penalty and hurt somebody, you should be suspended as long as they're hurt. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think that that would apply in a situation like this. It would maybe discourage stuff like this from happening. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck knows? But anyways, a really shitty situation. I'm not, I'm not convinced that the player safety board did their best work here. That's all. Yeah. Um, you know, I completely understand that, uh, you know, I understand their reasoning, but I, I don't agree with it. So, Social game discourse. one. Yeah, right. So, anyways, game one, total trash. Uh, four unanswered, started out strong. Yeah, terrible. <clears throat> um, game two. That's a, that's another hard L. Ovechkin showed up. That's it. Right. 5-2 loss. Um, Holpe was normal. He wasn't great. He wasn't terrible. Yeah. Um, Ovi came out buzzing. He gets goal one. Yep. Then we go down 2-1. Ovi ties it up. What? 15? No. Like 30 seconds later? Yeah. 3-2. to two. Right. It was over. Yep. Uh, you know, and just to... Put the icing on the cake. Everybody's most hated <laughs> Islander right now. Anders Lee puts home an empty netter, five to two. Uh, it was it was tough to watch. We were recording that other interview we did with, yeah, for with the, the Juice Box, box Pod, Juice Box Pod. Yeah, uh, so we were interviewing with them, and uh, so had this on in the background, and we got the interview done, and we're all excited and thinking maybe we have a chance. No. Um, no, we didn't. We reached a milestone. Ovi is now the 20th all-time in playoff goals. We did find out today, though, he has zero overtime goals. Playoff goals, yeah. He leads the franchise in overtime winners in regular season with 23. Right. But zero in OT. Uh, so that's not cool. But, right. um <laughs> Yeah, game two. Ovi showed up. Everybody else didn't. So, on paper, the Islanders have blown the fuck out of the Caps first two games. That's a blowout. 5-2, 4-2. You're getting blown out at that point, I feel. Yeah. Especially the 4-2, maybe not so much, like, immediately on paper. But then if you hear four unanswered in the third, unbelievable. Um, 9-4 combined. That's bad. It's really bad. Getting doubled up. Exactly. And... On top of it, more than doubled up, and uh, we're blowing leads in each of these games. Yeah, 
where at one point our turtle game was so strong with Barry Trotz, it has now been reduced to literally you have to score five goals to win if you're on the Caps team. Yeah. <laughs> Mind fucking boggling, dude. Right now, I'm thinking Trotz is the reason for that Stanley Cup. Because yeah. this roster has remained with the same core for 15 years and had like five other coaches. Trotz is the reason. Sure. And yeah. I think that it finally came together for a lot of people. I mean, well, Trotz, we got Lars Eller, right? Yeah. We got TJ Oshie. All right. Um, we strengthened the blue line a little bit. You know, Kempney had a standout season, but with his hamstring injury, uh, I don't think he's been the same since, um, which is unfortunate. Um, I, I don't... I just think that a lot of things came together in 2018, which they always have to do. You know, like so many yeah. things have to go for go well for you to win a Stanley Cup. Yeah, there has to be unearned good chance. Right. Yeah. Right. And there's so much, so much shit. I mean, it's it's so hard to win that fucking trophy. You know. Yeah. So, <laughs> moving on into tonight, today's game because it's Sunday. Take another. You want some of this vodka? I'll take another sip. Yeah, you're going to need it for this one. <clears throat> um, game three, 2-1 OTL. Ugh. And this one stings the most. I think that the the Caps came out, they played a solid defensive game. No, Not a lot of blown coverages. They locked it down. They had a good first period, though. They shot themselves in the foot. Uh, taking three penalties throughout the first period and then getting shelled. What was it? Like 13 shots to six or something at the end of the first? Largely yeah. in part because we took three fucking penalties. Right. Um, so the first, we, we escape the first, 0-0. Zero, zero. Right. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah. Second period comes around. Oh, no, wait, wait. I think at the first, they scored. They scored on one of those. Par- or, oh, yeah. Um, yeah so was- <clears throat> Again, the flaw in the defense. They just oh, yeah. left Lee wide open for an easy backdoor tip-in. Right, yeah. Thanks for, yeah. So I'm glad I remember that because that was infuriating. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, on that rush, and that's what I'm talking about. How do you, how do you, and, and it bit us again. It's the exact same play that loses us this game. And it happened twice. On the rush, it's two on two. Okay. For me and you in beer league, it's two on two. We know how to play that fucking thing. The guy on the right's yours, the guy on the left's mine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Right. That's fucking it. It doesn't matter where the fucking puck is. The guy on the left's mine, the guy on the right's yours, Polly. That's how you fucking play a two on fucking two. Okay. Well, for some reason, they're on a two on two. Both defensemen stop and stare at the fucking puck. And literally, that I could just see the gears turning in their fucking heads. And it was, he's not going to make this pass through. And he makes the pass through. Anders Lee gets a tip in on the fucking, on, on net. Holpe saves it, okay? But the the Islanders are still in the zone and they're getting established. 
Puck goes to this pellet kid who's fucking good. This guy's a real deal, right? Yeah. Uh, he can shut down and he's he's got ridiculous vision and has an incredible shot. Pellet takes it. You got Anders Lee recovering from from just getting that puck back. Yeah, he went down. Yeah. I think they forgot about him. Yeah, and he comes back and smashes his stick on the ice. Our defender turns to him and tries to tie him up, but Anders Lee is a big guy. He is, yeah. Takes a nice little feed mm-hmm. from Pellick right off, just a tip in. Hope you can't do shit there. No. You got to have hold your defense responsible, but the initial rush that you biffed it on and put yourself out of position for is the reason that they're in the zone still. If you would have played man coverage there, you would have been able to take the puck into the fucking corner and at least battle Lee for it. Lee just got, got literally fell down, got up, and then fucking hit it to the point or rimmed it around the boards and got it to Pellet. Yeah. That, unbelievable, man. How does that fucking happen? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the defense isn't aggressive and... They don't play tight coverage. They just right. they leave openings. I don't know if it's it's they get just caught in this no man's land where they're trying to be too aggressive in the sense that they're both two people are trying to attack the puck. You never double the puck. No, unless you have numbers. Right, unless you're up a man. Right, and you're not. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't. I just that's the shit. that makes me want to fucking just throw this whole coaching staff out the fucking window, dude. Yeah, and because. And, hey, it's happened too many fucking times. Okay, so let's say it isn't Reardon's system. Let's say he did not tell them to do that. It's happened way too many fucking times for it to not be corrected by this point. Yeah. That I is agree. that is that is might-level hockey. That is, as soon as you start learning past, here's how to skate, here's how to fucking dish a puck, here's how to shoot. As soon as you start being able to fucking learn any sort of system or defensive theory, or anything like that, that's, I mean, they teach you, how, I don't know, whatever. I'm no, that's fucking... a good point. If if it's not his system, he should have corrected it by now. Right, because um, th- that's a ridiculous, that, that is a blatant fuck up. Either way, it's bad coaching. Right, like that type of, that type of fuck up in training camp gets, loses you a spot on a team. Yeah, that's what puts you in the AHL. Right, exactly. Um, and so, so I don't know. And then, um, so, okay, so that's, that's, they're up one. Um, Kuznetsov finally gets going on the power play, walks in on the power play, and just a beautiful snipe. Really nice, cool. Nice screen by Wilson. It was yep. a nice play. Right. Um, again, though, you know, we kind of took our weakness and used it against the Islanders because that half board position is generally where Backstrom would be. Yeah. Though Backstrom is injured now. So he's kind of, out there, Kuznetsov's playing the half board. Kuzi is good, but he is no Backstrom. Right. And and he's just not the two-way player Backstrom is. Yeah, Backstrom is a quarterback. Kuzi, you know, he's he's a ringer. Sure. Um, and and I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, who knows? It might, you know, in a few years, a couple years, Kuzi may be that guy. But he's already, like, in his late 20s. Yeah. So, anyways, what what I was getting at was... I don't know. I'm, I need another drink. Hold on. <laughs> um, nice snipe by Kuzi. Yeah. Short side, high on Varlamov. Class A shot. Dirty bird Selly. 
Flappy Bird's great. It's 1-1. The rest of the game. Holtby stands tall. Late in the game, Tom Wilson gets a breakaway and two shots at a puck. Short-handed. Short-handed. What a, what a game winner that could have been. Short-handed. Doesn't make it. Nope. No goal there. Um, on the rebound, same thing. <clears throat> game goes to overtime. Verano, with speed, breakaway, nothing. Verano's been quiet all series, all playoffs, really. Yeah. Not sure he even has a point. I think he's in the negatives on the plus minus. Biff's the breakaway. <clears throat> Again, a rebound, which he does not cash in on. And these were solid breakaways. These were not like guys hanging on. Right, these yeah. were these were in the clear breakaways. They were um, like movie esque breakaways. Yeah, right. Um unbelievable. Uh and then another defensive breakdown. Um Brendan Dillon gets the puck, comes in, mishandles, uh doesn't get the shot away, but gets it deep, and doesn't return to position immediately. And who knows what the fuck that is about, but he's you know, whatever. He doesn't come back completely. Ends up coming back. To a point of a stalled uh, Islanders breakout. Matt Barzal gets under him uh, and splits the D and gets behind him. Uh, Easy dish to the boards. Barzal comes in. John Carlson and Dylan were both out. John Carlson tries to recover. Can't do it. Terrible angle. He took a bad angle. Took a bad angle, but also it was the only angle he could take at, at, at that time. Because Barzal had like what? Two strides on him, yeah. and you're not catching that dude's a speedster. Yeah, dude's fast as fuck. You're gonna he he tries to come down on him, gets a stick in his hands. Like that's fine. Um, probably could have probably could have pushed off a few more times. Uh, but you know who knows what the fuck's wrong with John Carlson? There could be a way bigger underlying injury there um, right. from the exhibition game. Um, and uh, Barzal comes cross crease, and there's nothing Holby can do. You know, hope he misses the poke check, which you have to throw at that point. It's one on one, basically. I mean, it was a nice play. It was, yeah. Uh, but it was a blown defensive coverage, man. Like, again, both defensemen were watching the fucking puck there. I don't know. Right? I mean, yeah. am I high here? No, I mean, I, Dylan is supposed to be a defensive defenseman. Yeah. That's the kind of shit he shouldn't be blowing. Right. I mean, he comes back, and not only that, like, I could I could see where Brandon Dillon wants to step to the guy, because they, they stall the play. They, like, they break out eventually, get past the blue line, they stall the play, and because, uh, and I forget who dishes it up, if it's Bavillier, it might have been Bavillier, uh, whoever had the puck, where Barzal cuts across crease, or across the middle line there, John Carlson needs to recognize that and go with. Yeah. He can't just let that fucking that guy float, and and again they think that they're gonna cut that pass off. I think they both were looking at it like, oh, he's gonna Dylan's gonna cut this fucking pass off, and it was an easy pass up the boards to Barzal for the game winner. That's an easy pass. You could make that pass. I could make that pass, right? Yeah, this is one of the easiest passes that there are, and Dylan's caught again in no man's land here, and. And then John Carlson's trying to play catch-up. Doesn't work. Toronto reviewed it. Not offsides. Good goal. Barry Trotz gave the thumbs up. 
Yeah. It's, um, it's, uh, it's three, nothing. New York Islanders. Well, I blame you, Polly. Before you say anything, I fucking blame you. You know why? Because you said, what did you say, fucking Polly? Well, I said, if they're not going to win the cup, I'd rather they get swept in the first round so we can get reared and fired and hire Pierre Lovillette. What if they fucking fire Reardon and all the coaching staff and bring in a bunch of fucking asshat rookies? That would be very ill-advised. Yeah. What do you think Labs is going to want? We wouldn't even pay fucking Barry Trotz, the motherfucking guy who gave us a, the, a fucking cup. I don't know. Maybe Laviolette just wants back in the game. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. He's still going to want like a million and a half a year. You know what we were paying Trotz when he left? Like... 700000 maybe? What's Reardon making? Probably that. Oh, Jesus. He's lower third. I guarantee he's lower third in fucking salary. Well, maybe after this they'd be willing to pay. Leon's just <clears throat> doesn't give a fuck. I mean, it's a budget team. I don't... I don't. I mean, he gives a fuck, but he's not gonna like... I don't know. I don't... When it happened, I said... We should have given Barry Trotz whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah, he deserved it. <laughs> we should have. And I still believe that and will believe that for the rest of my fucking life. There's nothing that you can say that will that will get me off the Barry Trotz train. Yeah, there's nothing I'm going to try to say. Right. To get, you know, speaking <laughs> of beautiful bald heads. Yeah. Manscaped has the lawnmower 3.0. Oh, yeah, thanks. We forgot our fucking whole promo. But, yeah. All right. Yeah, so uh, we've been ranting. Um, Manscaped.com. Use code THPN for 20% off plus free shipping. Again, that is Manscaped.com. Use code THPN. Get 20% off plus free shipping. They've got the lawnmower 3.0 out. Polly, you were just telling me how you used it recently. Yes. And how was it? Yeah, uh, it was good. Uh, things are nice. Nice and tidy. Yeah. Yeah. The wifey enjoy it or uh, I mean you know, we don't have to go that kind of detail, but <laughs> I am very You feel I'm, cleaner. I'm happy with the product, yes. I haven't um I haven't tried on the free shirt and uh underwear yet because the sizes aren't necessarily my size, but I'm gonna try them eventually. Okay. Uh but yeah, it's it's a real good product. You guys should buy it. Absolutely. It's, Man's- I can tell you, it is way better than what you're, the other stuff you're going to find on the shelf. Fair enough. It's yeah. much, it's, it's a, it's smoother. It, it, it doesn't cut you. Yes. And that's the whole point. Yeah. Again. So manscaped.com, use code THPN, 20% off plus free shipping. Do it. We're not friends anymore. Um, I don't know, Polly, this has just been so depressing. Yeah. I am upset. Um, because here's, here's why I'm most upset. The Washington Capitals are a far better team player to player than the New York Islanders. Yeah. I mean, if you take system out of effect and they were just playing pickup caps would bury them. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, you've got fucking Anders Lee with like four fucking goals leading the entire offense. Okay, uh, you've got 
I mean, they they have a decent blue line, but I mean, you got fucking Kyle Clutterbuck out there. There are they're old. They're just I don't know. I I and you and you look at our breakout and you look at their breakout. Their breakout, it's fucking like clockwork, man. They're playing the right way. You're making the easy pass, and you're getting the fucking puck out of the zone, and then figuring it out in the neutral zone if it becomes a problem, right? If it becomes a botch breakout everybody's just trying to get it into the neutral zone and then we'll hash it out there i don't know what the fucking capitals are doing they're getting the puck they're fucking just their defensemen are standing still waiting to stretch guys out into the fucking far blue line uh when does that that only happens if you can catch guys on a change in the nhl guys on a change or guys on a weird transition right yeah you don't that doesn't happen out of settled plays because you're just it's a it's a it's a, it's a, we're in a big Thunderdome here. You're not going to be able to push guys back. You can't push guys like out of bounds and then come back in, right? To like pick up something here. Right. You have this, this limited space. And if, if you have the puck in your own zone for too long and you're trying to stretch the play out, good teams will retreat and they'll just be like, okay, you can have as much time as you want. I'm going to just set up a fucking trap in the neutral zone and 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 you'll eventually turn it over. You won't even get in our zone. And if you do, it'll be momentarily, and then we'll just move the play the other way. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, I saw a lot of plays like that this game, didn't you? A yeah. lot of, like, just chilling at the blue, chilling in our own zone and trying to stretch out, but taking too long. And then I saw a lot of just inability to clear the zone. Inability to clear the zone, shitty passes into the middle. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the two the two determining factors right now of why this series is the way it is, coaching, which leads to the fundamentals, the right. Islanders are doing that, and effort. I feel like the Islanders are playing harder. Um, oh, they're hungry. Yeah, so... And riding high. They just beat... A, they just beat the the probably the shittiest team in the playoffs, the fucking Florida Panthers. Terrible, yeah. terrible yeah, big team. Confidence booster. Yeah, but it's a it's like a nice muffin yeah. cupcake to go beat up on. Hey, easy on the cupcakes. <laughs> it's a nice muffin to just knock out of the park, right? Right. First thing, first thing, you beat up on these scrubs, and then you come back, and now we're playing real hockey. The Capitals haven't given a fuck since coming back. They haven't needed to. The Capitals haven't given a fuck since they went swimming in the fountain after the <laughs> cup. <laughs> it almost seems that way. I don't. I. I mean, I would. Last when we got out in seven against Carolina, you could you could see they were tired. Yeah. All right. You could Stanley Cup hangover. It's been tough. They played. A, they had a good season. Whatever. Whatever that means. This season, though, they come out of the gates flying. Best team in the NHL until the halfway point almost. And that's the NHL, not just our conference, not just our division. And then fall off hard. Yeah. Um, we were winning games, but the problem was was that it wasn't sustainable. We were getting lucky. And I think that the, the type of game that the Caps are trying to employ here takes a lot of energy to play, right? I mean, we're yeah. getting in on the four check. It's not a it's not a it's not a headsy game. It's more 
get in on the four check, dump it in. Um, don't really need to possess into the zone. Just beat everybody up for the puck back. If we can score on the rush, we can't. We should. Yeah, I mean, throwing the body takes a lot of energy. Right. Um, sometimes taking two steps and getting into a physical collision, that took more energy out of me than a half-ice sprint. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Plus, you're, if, you, if you didn't come out on top of that physical altercation, your ego's hurt a little bit more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, here's, here's our last bit of great news for you, Caps fans. <clears throat> 190 teams have trailed 3 nothing in Stanley Cup playoff history. 190. Four. Well, I guess it's probably 191 now. Well, right. 192 because of Vegas and... Okay, let's not get into the fucking semantics here. Okay. All right. Around 190. 190 plus. 190-ish teams yeah. have trailed 3 nothing in the Stanley Cup playoffs in all of the history of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Okay. The seven-game mm-hmm. series, modern era. I'm sure this is probably more. Oh, oh no. You have... Yeah, this is like modern-ish era, at least kind of. Original six is included in this, though, too, it looks like, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... And one of the teams in this series is included. Yeah, great. Um, so, um, 190 teams trailed three to nothing in Stanley Cup playoff history. Four. Four have come back to fucking win it. Mm-hmm. 1942, Toronto beats Detroit in the Stanley Cup final. What a comeback. 1975, the New York Islanders beat the Penguins in a quarterfinal series. Okay. 2010, Philadelphia beats Boston in a quarterfinal series. I remember this one. They went on to lose the cup. Yes, this year. Um, haha. Okay. <laughs> 2014, LA beat San Jose in a first round series. And they went on to win the cup. They did. So... <sighs> So, uh, right around 2% chance of making this happen. The article I read, it said, to, to, to quote Jim Carrey, so you're saying there's a chance. There is there is a chance. There is a chance. There's a chance for everything. There's a chance that Polly Cupcakes could go out, buy a lotto ticket. There's also a chance that he could win. Yeah. Um, Two pennies on the dollar, though. I don't like those chances. They're not great chances. No. But no. they are chances. They, they are, are chances. They exist. Crazier shit has happened than the Washington Capitals coming back from a 3-0 deficit against a Barry Trotz New York Islander coach team. Yeah. I mean, the Capitals have won a cup, so that's probably even crazier <laughs> based on their history. <laughs> yeah. So the whole narrative of that, like, you know, when, in 2018, I've heard a lot of chatter again, like about, hey, we were down two nothing in Columbus. We lost the first game and a lot of these series and we won the cup, blah, 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 blah. Just ball that shit up and throw it out the fucking window. Yep. Light it on fire and throw it out the fucking window. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in straight up chaos time. Um, I still got the caps in seven. Well, that's an update. You don't have them still. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. I, I had them in six. I'll tell you this. I still have the caps, though. The caps make it seven. Comma in seven. <laughs> caps make it seven. They're making a fucking run. Yeah. If the caps do pull this out and somehow write the fucking ship, uh, we're, we're going deep. Stanley Someone's going to have to get hot. 
someone, maybe like 10 people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe, maybe, oh no, I was going to say maybe put it in VTech, but I don't think it's Holpe's fault remotely. No. Um, maybe if Sammy was around, it we, might be worth it. Sammy would have played tonight. Yeah. Um, just for the whole, they say sometimes putting in a different goalie changes, just change things up. Right. Uh, VTech just isn't battle tested. Right. So I don't think that's a good move. Uh, what's next game? Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. When was the last time you saw the Caps get swept? I can't I, remember. I uh, when? I mean, they got swept in the Cup in the nineties. It has to be more recent than that. Did yeah, but um, hold on, let's check it out. Because uh, I can't remember. What? Yeah, it's 98. No, did you see this? Oh. Last <laughs> Google corrected it and said, did you mean the last time the Lakers were swept? What? So, wait, 98. Wait, wait. The Hold cup. on, wait, wait, no, no. Tampa Bay, 2011. Uh, yeah, okay. I remember, this is a long time ago. They went to the cup that year, didn't they? Tampa, lose the Kings or the Blackhawks? I think It would have so. been the Kings. Because the Blackhawks won 2010. Hold on, hold on. Oh, I might have that. See that right there? That might be from that series. That because I've uh, that that uh, poster up there. Um. Okay. 2018 between uh, we've got a Washington Post uh, between. No, this is the bat- last time that we were. This is from eighteen when we talked about the ninety-eight cup run. All right, Uh-oh. whatever. It's it's been at least two thousand eleven yeah. since since I've seen them get swept. Fuck. Yeah, we we don't want a repeat of that. At least win one. At yeah. least win one. Make it respectable. Right. At least at least show. You know, if you're gonna get your ass kicked, at least put up a good fucking fight. Yeah. I really don't think the Caps have put up a good fight in the first two games. I think they put up a decent fight in this last one. Yeah, I agree. But obviously not good enough, and biffed it there at the end. So I don't know. Watching watching two of your most talented players go down and get stuffed on a breakaway with two fucking shots uh, per breakaway. That's kind of that's pretty rough. Demoralizing. Yeah. Uh, but we killed so many penalties. That should, that should be a fucking, they got to get up for this shit, man. Yeah. And that's, that's the number one thing. I think fuck coaching at this point, fuck it all. Yeah. You know, head coaching can only take you so far when you're talking about one fucking game, it's on the players and that's on Tuesday. Let's fucking go caps. Let's just fucking win one. Win one for just to save some face here. Let's not get swept. Yeah. I agree. And but, plus, if we win, you know, that's like little less shit. The Penguins can talk after how they played last year and got swept. Exactly, right. We And like, then, yeah. Just to give can, them the upper hand. Give yeah. us the upper hand. Right, exactly. Um, so, Caps fans, listen. I'm sorry that things have, have turned out this way. I truly am. Um, 
fuck. Hopefully, Tuesday, they, they turn it around. I still believe that they can win this series. Yeah, uh, I think it's possible. They just got to turn it on right now. They are the better team. On paper, I mean, I'm not even going to say on paper. They're the better fucking team. They're the better team literally all over the ice aside from maybe goaltending. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not a disbeliever in that. So I think that the Islanders are playing as a unit more, but I think that we can break, if we can break through, come out and just, just maybe within the first two periods, score three or four goals. I think maybe that could be a key. Yeah. Obviously, it's a very stingy New York Islanders team, but I think the keys to success here, defensive responsibility, one, stay out of the fucking ping penalty box, two, score more goals. <laughs> yep, there we go. Three, uh, <laughs> and that's why I should be the next fucking coach of the Washington Capitals. Yeah. Paul, you can be my equipment manager. I mean, pay me like 80 G's, I'll do it. (laughs) How about 70? That'll work. Okay. (laughs) All right, Cavs fans, uh, I know the wait to Tuesday is going to fucking suck, but we hope that you have a great beginning to the week, and we hope that your entire week is not ruined on Tuesday. Misery loves company, so hopefully listening to us makes you feel a little bit better. Yeah, because I'm fucking miserable right now. That's just just, brutal. Just terrible. So, with that, take one last little swig of this vodka. Yadka. Mm. Spill a little on me. It's on your face. Mm. (laughs) Ah, Jesus. And uh, until until next week, um, you know, I'm really hoping that the Caps are still playing by the time we talk to you guys next. Until next Monday, it is Hockey Troll, Polly Cupcakes. Signing off. Let's go, Caps. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll at Hockey Trollin' on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, on Twitter at CupcakePolly. And follow the show's handle at CapsChirp on Twitter and Instagram. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on Twitter and TheHockeyPodcastNetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore. <laughs>